My Canada, a hope for the future. Hi, and welcome to the A&J PEI Treasures E. Jean Simpson author blog post and podcast. I'm your host, Jean, coming to you from the beautiful province of Prince Edward Island, Canada. The blog post and podcast is an opinion piece and only reflects this author's opinion and not that of any other entity. I hold no designations in politics, economics, or medicine. I am retired from the mental health field and I am a humanitarian and speak from that viewpoint only. Whether you agree or not, at least I hope it makes you think. This week I explore the Canada I want to see, my Canada. I'm not the first to explore a better world. If you want to find out more, then stay tuned. I think after a natural disaster, it is hard to get one's bearings again. Things are still a bit surreal. There are still thousands without power, which is much better than the 80-some thousand we started with. I'm sure it doesn't feel better to the thousands who are still without power this close to Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving falls on October 10th this year. It is different from USA. That aside, I had, with all Fiona mess, totally forgotten that it was on the calendar. So I'm sure I'm not the only one that is still searching for footing. I've seen a lot of news since the power came back on. I've seen a lot of different posts. Seems there is a lot going on in the world, and not all of it seems to be a step forward. So since Thanksgiving is supposed to be about thankfulness, and the news doesn't show that this is yet a thing, I decided to take now to write about what I would like to see for my beloved country in the future. First, my Canada, at least the one I think we can be, may be different from your Canada. My Canada will show tolerance for all religions, not just for some kind of identity of one particular religion. We have many religions, and from what I see, they all seem to be saying pretty much similar things. However, intolerance toward other religions, races, language, orientations, or what have you is not one of them. So my Canada would be tolerant of different religions. As long as the religion doesn't pitch the idea of doing harm to only certain groups, then I think it's a good to find religion. Second, my Canada would be tolerant of all other sexual orientations. I want my Canada to show respect for people, whether gay, straight, two-spirit, bisexual, you name it. As long as they don't want to do harm to others, it's a free country. By the way, honest folks, they're not recruiting. As Lady Gaga is famed for saying, and I hear misquote quote her, Baby, you were born this way. People of different orientations and cross-dressing have been around since time immemorial. According to Wiki, cross-dressing has been practiced by many different cultures for many different reasons. This is not new. And I've got a link to the Wiki article in my blog post write-up and in my podcast write-up. People who are LGBTQ have been said to have been depicted in cave art since 8 BCE, according to Wiki. I've got a link in my podcast write-up and in my blog post to that article as well. I am not a biblical scholar. I take the good points from whatever religion has to offer. I leave out that which doesn't seem to help enlighten or make for a better future. One can 
Biblical scholars think all they want. It isn't going to make the world a better place to prosecute any group based on characteristics. Some religious laws were done at the time because of hygiene, population control, and whatever other reason. So they had their place. I leave them to their beliefs. I've always maintained that if you don't like a group or individual, that is your right. It is not, however, your right to defame, injure, do harm, or otherwise mistreat said group or individual. So I leave the religious dissertations to those who like to argue these things. They bore me. I will throw this out there, though. It seems that people like to quote Leviticus, but they seem to follow it selectively and ignore 2010 in favor of 1822. No one seems all that interested, for example, in Western civilizations on following the recommendations when it comes to adultery. So why are we selectively using it to make an issue for the LBGTQ community? Anyway, that is just a rhetorical question, and I don't expect a response. It was just interesting that some select to view one thing as sinful and the other is often overlooked. Both happen. Not that I suggest death penalty for either adultery or homosexuality. I find it interesting that people selectively choose which things to follow and choose to make it about a minority group. In a non-religious example, my great-grandmother, or was a great-aunt, either way, she did not take the vote. She was a quote, nice woman, unquote. This was the attitude of that time. One of my great aunts was very politically active. My grandmother voted. Women had gained the vote in that time. We don't have to stick with old ideas. We can move forward. All the women I talk about, great grandmother, grandmother, great aunt, are all dead and may they rest in peace. Ideas change over time. Understanding can change over time. We can change over time. In my Canada, I would love to see everyone working together to help each other to heal. It would be wonderful if we could help each other to live our best and fullest life. Don't make it about politics. Acknowledge that harm was done. For example, in the case of the First Nations people, there was harm done. The residential school system, and I've got a link in my blog post right up and in my podcast to an article on residential schools. For a minority, it was not horrible experience, but for the larger number, it was horrific. They were beaten for having their religion. They were beaten for following anything to do with their culture, including speaking their language. They were taken away from their families by force. They lost their culture. They lost who they were. There were those who were so damaged they turned to alcohol or drugs. It ruined countless lives, at least those of the survivors. Some of the children who died didn't even get a chance to live their lives. There were generations without the benefit of child-rearing practices to be passed down, and abuse for being First Nations. Stop making everything about politics. First and foremost, this was about human lives. It isn't political except that you don't like a politician. Whether or not I like a particular politician is immaterial. It is a step towards helping a whole group to regain some of their dignity. For the countless number of people whose lives have been affected, who suffer addiction, struggled, and still struggle to find their identity, there was and is harm. It is political only in that politics and religion decided what was best for everyone to begin with. So part of ethics is to correct the harm. This is the cornerstone of ethics in general.
my Canada will go back to not having knives being an accessory to attend a party. And I put a link to an article from the local news agencies about a party that ended up in stabbings at a university or outside a university's purview. If our kids are going around carrying knives, destroying property, and harming, we would step in and make consequences for this. We would stop jumping down the throats of authorities and use a little common sense. Wrong would still be wrong, and right would still be right. I don't say that going back to the teacher, police, etc. always right is the way to go either. But when we don't like something that an authority does, let's ask questions and get answers before we go jumping all over them or join the jump on the wagon mentality. Children have been taught to have total disregard for authority, and we're seeing it in incidents like the ones in the article I share above. Your kids are not little angels. I was a kid once. We do things that aren't well thought out from time to time. Science bears out that the thinking processes aren't fully developed until after 18 plus actually continues to develop into the 20s. That is not to say that they cannot make adult decisions, but input might be a necessary thing. And I've got a link to the article that talks about the ability of kids to make proper choices in my blog post write-up and in my podcast write-up. So that kids make some poor decisions is not new. What is new is that we teach them total disregard for authority, for the world around them, and for others in general. We do this by our own actions. My Canada would look at the problems with homelessness, with people who are going hungry, and other such gigantic issues with an eye to making improvements to the system in order to make these issues extinct. How can we home people who are poor? How can we help give them dignity? Once living space is taken care of, do we have the facilities to help them to become more self-sufficient? Can we help them to be able to take care of their own needs? How can we better treat our elderly with respect? Not rip them off or having a revolving door of people coming and going. Not warehousing them in buildings that can't manage their care. Overall, the most important type of question would be how can we be better people? These questions are ones that we need to be asking ourselves and each other. How can we make things better? Canada is such a beautiful country. How can we let hate, dissent, arrogance, and ignorance make it an unsafe and violent place? How can we look at our children and make it a better world for them and make them better people for a better world? One cannot happen without the other. My Canada would work together with government associations, etc. to improve the infrastructure. We would determine what things are needed to make this a better country. We would try to find ways to make our people stronger, better, and more capable, not treat some as less important. We would not try to disrespect one group and favor another. We would look at how to make healthcare the best in the world again. We would look at how to improve things so that all of Canada would be equally livable. We would teach respect and tolerance. In short, we would be what we tell the world we are. You see, there are a lot of things that we could do to make this country a better place. We could work together. We could work with agencies. We could let them know what it is that is needed. Even something as simple as noting a broken power pole during good times and reporting it could lead to a less trouble in future natural disaster. We have a beautiful country. We live in a modern time. 
There are so many possibilities. Please, let's start acting like we want to move forward to a modern age. Let's stop finding reasons to hate and to harm. Let's start finding ways to improve our little corner of the world. Whether you agree with me or not, I hope it made you think. Thanks for listening to my podcast and or reading my blog post, and thanks for your interest in AJPEI Treasures. Keep watching for more ebooks and more formats. We're always working on something. Thank you. Our blog posts are available on WordPress and Goodreads. Podcasts are available on Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, and Podchaser, just to name a few. All my ebooks can be found on Smashwords. I'm no longer on Amazon. If you see my ebooks up on Amazon, please let me know, as they should not be. You can also find us on Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, and LinkedIn. Thank you for listening or reading. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.